A few days ago, we discussed about APAC spending $100 million, up to $100 million to take out the squad. You know, that is Ilan Omar, uh, Jamal Bauman, uh, Ilan, uh, Alida Shalid, and, and many other progressive, uh, progressive Democrats. All of them people of color. The American Israel Public Affairs Committee decided that because these folks are asking for ceasefire or asking for peace or asking uh, and, and making relative commentary that says, hey, Palestinians are human beings too, because they have that stance. They must not. They must have 100% support for what Israel does, the Israeli government does, no matter what. If you don't do that, if you don't toe the line, then we are going to get you primaried. We are willing to spend $100 million on getting rid of you. That's a danger against democracy. Listen to this and then we'll take it on the other side. 1,400 Israelis slaughtered by Hamas, women raped, babies beheaded, over 200 hostages. But Jamal Bowman was one of just 10 votes in Congress against condemning Hamas's terrorism. Tell Jamal Bowman to stand with Israel. That was a new ad now running in the District of New York Congressman Democrat Jamal Bowman. The ad is from the political arm of the American-Israel Public Affairs Committee, or APAC, as it is more commonly known. And it is not the first time that APAC has tried to take on progressive members of Congress or even take on Jamal Bowman himself. But it is the first time that APAC's mission is part of a larger battle within the Democratic Party over the Israel-Hamas war. And that fight is most evident in the debate between pro-Israel Democrats and the squad. Congressman Bowman is already facing a potential challenge from Westchester County Executive George Latimer, who says he will make a final decision after returning from a solidarity trip to Israel. Other squad members, including Cory Bush, Ilhan Omar, Summer Lee, and Rashida Tlaib, are all expected to face potential primary challengers as well. As Michelle Goldberg writes in the New York Times, a series of ugly primary campaigns fought over Israel will only widen the progressive political divide. But with horror at conditions in Gaza and Jewish fear both ratcheting up, an intraparty clash over the future of the squad now looks inevitable. Joining me now is New York Congressman, Democrat Jamal Bowman. Talk to me a little bit about what this moment has been like as, as you sort of navigate a constituency really more pronounced in its division than all, many other members of Congress. Yeah, it's been a traumatic moment. Um, it's been a painful moment. It's been a moment filled with grief and suffering by my Jewish constituents as well as my Muslim constituents. And so um, it's been multi-layered. You have the behavior of the Israeli government, which needs to be critiqued uh, very strongly in my belief. My belief. You have the impact of that critique on the Jewish community, both locally in my district and globally. You have Muslims who have felt uh, erased in this whole conversation and even dehumanized as well. When you hear some of the rhetoric coming from Israeli officials towards Palestinians, referring to them as animals. Uh, so it's been multi-layered, multifaceted, filled with very strong emotion. And what I've tried to do is just absorb it, sort of stand in the middle of it, mm -hmm. learn from it. And then use what I learned to govern accordingly in a way that meets the needs of a diverse constituency, as you mentioned. I, I was struck, Michelle Goldberg, who was just our guest in the previous uh, segment, 
uh, followed your campaign as you uh, your you as you tried to navigate meetings with constituents over on this topic. And she she quotes one one woman who was involved, I believe, with your campaign at one point. Diana Lovett said polarization over the congressman was tearing apart local Democrats. I love him personally. He was lovely and he's amazing. And he was the same warm and open hearted person that he was today. This is at the, mm-hmm. the event that you had. But she had come to believe that their views on the Middle East are irreconcilable. When you hear that, what, what is your reaction to that? Oh, thank you for saying I have a big heart. Well, and she, and she said that. that. No, yeah. thank you to her for saying that. Um, I don't think they're irreconcilable. I think for a very long time, we've been having one conversation without the other. We have been saying for so long we are pro-Israel, pro-Israel's right to exist, pro-Israel's right to defend itself and self-determination. But we haven't been saying the same thing about Palestinians. And so what I've been trying to communicate, and this is all, again, based on my learning. I work very closely with Americans for Peace Now, J Street, if not now, uh, Jewish Voices for Peace and many organizations. Israel's safety and security is directly connected to Palestinian freedom, safety, and security. So we've been using a lot of rhetoric around a two-state solution for decades. And when I went there, I saw that we are nowhere near a two-state solution. Myself, as a sitting member of Congress, could not walk through certain checkpoints in the West Bank because I wasn't Jewish. Mm. So... We're using rhetoric, but our policies aren't matching the rhetoric and our policies aren't matching the urgency of the moment. Um, October 7th was a horrible day, horrific day, and Hamas must be condemned and we must get the hostages back. Absolutely. But condemnation is only step one. How are we going to do the work to actually get to a state for Palestinians? and do the work here to bring communities together around education and engagement so we could deal with anti-Semitism in a real way, Islamophobia in a real way, racism, sexism, and all the isms that continue to plague us in a real way. We haven't done it here, and we're not doing it globally. Now, Jamal Bowman is one of the best guys that you can think of. Very nice guy. Always respectful to everybody, votes his conscience, want to make sure everybody's at the table. And for that, APAC, because he's not a puppet, because he's not a robot that says, whatever Israel does, it's okay. We will definitely support them. Because he decides that's not who he's going to be, that he's going to believe in humanity. He's going to believe in morality. He's going to believe that uh, an Israeli child that was murdered has gone through the same pain as an American child or a or Palestinian child. All lives matter in this regards, folks. Every single life matters. And because he's taking that stance, because the squad is taking that stance, because they decide that this neoliberal militarism isn't the answer. After all, they've been at it for 75 years and they're just killing in between each other. Of course, because of the asymmetric warfare that we have here, uh, Israel always exact orders of magnitude, more death, destruction and pain on Palestinians than they inflict on uh, on Israel. 
And you know, you don't have to, you don't have to create stories. You don't have to create anything. Just look at the numbers. Just look at the state of destruction in city after city, Palestinian city versus Jewish city. According to everything that we see, they make you believe the one group is always the aggressor. Folks, your eyes are not lying to you. Death. There are now, for the 1,200 Israeli deaths, that's horrendous. They were, it was criminal. It was terroristic. But now for that, the toll in Gaza is 10 times, more than 10 times that number. Where is the humanity? Where is the empathy? Where is the morality? We spend a lot of time deconstructing the news, trying to trying to parse it into a form that everybody can understand. We try to find those little nitpicks where uh, it goes, it flies above the fray, etc. If you really like these videos that we do, I want to ask a big favor. Please go ahead, number one, subscribe to our channel, and number two, please join if you can. Thank you so kindly for watching. Keep watching. Please remember to share. We must populate the entire internet with our progressive message, a message that we know is what most Americans say that they want. So help us please join.